0: Podcast fantasy show. I am your host, Adam Castor, and I'm here as always with my co-host Ed Birdsall. Mr. Birdsall, how you doing? Looking forward to the weekend, as the song says.
1: Happy Friday, number one. Yeah. Hi, Adam. Number two. Number three. We were just talking before the uh the program. And I would just love to say that I am in full hey, favor oh. of getting the hashtag cancel Adam in full trend.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's the
1: one you were talking about. I find that's that very one. hard to believe. That's the one. Cancel Adam. Hashtag get it get it. Is trending. that the
0: one where where you were talking about where you sounded like a Resident Evil villain? I don't recall. Where you have draconian ideas on how to deal with overpopulation?
1: I do not recall. This was not captured on audio, so I do not know what you're talking about. I'm just here, very excited yeah. to talk about the full slate of football games, including the shocking football game from last night, to put it mildly. Yeah. And cancel Adam. We're on a full full crusade. Full crusade. Hashtag. Good luck, we'll Hashtag. Good luck with that. Cancel Adam. That's all I got to say. Good luck with that. Oh, I don't. But the, I, I am a man of the people, I know what the people want. And the people want to see you off the airways, so hashtag cancel out. Well, it would free up my
0: Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. So sure, why not? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yes, this Thursday night football game. It was definitely interesting, shocking. A lot of things to talk about. A lot
1: of talking points.
0: (laughs) Yeah. uh, Let's start off with the first buy or sell. This is a this is one that's on everybody's mind. How many alarm bells are going off in your mind about Jonathan Taylor?
1: Uh, You literally just took the words verbatim out of my mouth. Big ones, big ones, because this was a game that at the end actually favored Jonathan Taylor and gave him the positive game script to really run this out and, and get some numbers in this matchup, but it, it didn't happen. And, you know, there are a ton of questions that you could that you can ask. You know, is Jonathan Taylor hurt? Is he dealing with this? Is he dealing with that? The bottom line is that he just has fallen out of favor in Indianapolis for more of a committee-heavy approach, right, in the hot hand. And last night the hot hand was, of course, Naeem Hines. And, you know, seven carries for Jonathan Taylor, that is awful. Well, not only like seven to. carries, but 12 yards as well. Yeah. Seven for 12 yards racked in a couple of receptions where Naeem Hines had 12 carries, season high for him, and five receptions. Yep. Rushing touchdown, then receiving touchdown as well. I would be very nervous if I owned Jonathan Taylor because part, and part of the problem is Jonathan Taylor just has no value. Like you, you you can't just say that you're going to trade Jonathan Taylor and hope that you get a – I'm just going on the low end, like a David Johnson back because I don't think you can. I mean, he, he, here's an interesting one. And, and this one just like kind of popped into my head, and I don't know the answer to this. But if you're from – the owner's perspective that you are acquiring Jonathan Taylor, would you do this trade? Straight up, nothing else associated with it. Okay. Jonathan Taylor for Melvin Gordon, would you do that trade?
0: I don't think I would do that trade.
1: I don't think I would either. That says a lot because Melvin Gordon has been—he's been a dud. Yeah, he's been a dud. So there's there's a lot going on, and. Oh boy. I, you, you can't start him anymore. I mean, that's, that's all but confirmed is that Although actually, you cannot start Jonathan Taylor.
0: Let me, let me amend my response. I think if you're getting Melvin Gordon, I would literally rip the guy's hand
1: off to do. To oh get oh yes. Jonathan but I, I asked from the perspective of the guy that's getting Jonathan Taylor. Oh yeah, no. So I you're do, trading I trade. Melvin Gordon and getting Jonathan Taylor. If you could absolutely trade not. Jonathan Taylor for Melvin Gordon, yes, of course you do that.
0: Yeah, no. If I'm getting Jonathan Taylor and I have to give up Melvin Gordon, absolutely not. No way.
1: I mean, here's here's an interesting one. Here's an interesting one. If you're offered this, would you take it? This is now from the perspective of you owning Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins for Jonathan Taylor, would you do it? And this is like this is a big difference in value from a month ago you know jk dobbins was worth nothing jonathan taylor was the talk of the town now it's like you know these two are pretty in line with with one another that's interesting i don't know i would definitely have to think about it it
0: would depend on if i was in the keeper league i think i would probably do it i i mean i wouldn't do it if i was in the keeper league i wouldn't do it because then i would keep jonathan jonathan i mean i would keep jk dobbins for well, if you're, more. For, if
1: you're in the perspective of the, of the Jonathan Taylor owner, you would do. I would do that. Yeah. If you could trade Jonathan Taylor, get J.K. Dobbins, yeah, I think the only way I wouldn't do it is if you're a non-PPR. If you're a non-PPR, I would not trade Jonathan Taylor for J.K. Dobbins. But in half point and in full point, yes, I would. Yeah. And well, then I might mean, you know. I mean, sound like an overreaction, but I mean, we weren't high on Jonathan Taylor coming into the year anyway. And yeah. We avoided him like the plague. So, Adam, air five. air five. Air five. Hashtag cancel, Adam. That's still very much in effect, but oh air God. five for you, Adam. It's it's a mess. This backfield is an absolute mess. And then on the on the flip side of this, you have Naeem Hines, who went off to the tune of 20 and a half fantasy points in full-point PBR. Do you start him every week now? Is
0: he the guy? I don't know. I still have lasting residual scars as from should. starting Naeem Hines after big games. I mean, this is, I don't know if this is the exception or the rule. I think it's, pro. I, I would love to be pro- proven wrong about this because Naeem Hines is a good player. But I think that this is probably an exception
1: where you have Naeem Hines following up a big game with another big game. Here's a buy yourself for me, and then we can uh, we can move on here. Um, Corey Davis, number one receiver for the Tennessee Titans.
0: Um, I'm I'm buying it for right now. Yeah, I think it's probably gonna just depend on depend on the game. I think it's I don't think he's like a clear cut number one receiver, but he had a much better game at this point than AJ Brown did.
1: See, you took the words out of my mouth. I was gonna say sell, but I don't think it's much as much of a difference as people think, because AJ Brown looked bad last night. One catch, dropped a couple. I know he had a tough matchup with Xavier Rhodes, but there were there were catches that one that one throw by Ryan Tannehill right down the sideline that AJ Brown bobbled and just completely dropped. You you catch that to walk in touchdown? Yeah, and that's one that's one he should have. So. You know, I, Corey Davis. I've taken a lot of slander for my opinions and views about Corey Davis. But I'm sorry, did make, you say love affair. He's my son. He's my son. With I love him. Corey Davis. Yeah. Yeah. He's my son. I do love him. And of course, rest in peace to uh, his brother who uh, passed away with yep. uh, with cancer. Big love, Corey Davis. So. um I I thought he looked really good. I think he's someone that you can continue to start as a high-end flex on a week-in, week-out basis if you started A.J. Brown uh, tough because he should have had a lot more. And it's not one of those where you're sitting there and saying to yourself, oh, A.J. Brown got shut out. He didn't get shut out. He just dropped three or four passes. And there was a big – there was a difference between him having a day where you're saying he's got five catches for – 80 yards and a touchdown and him having one catch and that being his final stat line. So he could have had a whole lot more in this matchup. And anybody who owns AJ Brown has to be pretty disappointed with with how it it ended up playing out that AJ Brown just could not get anything really going last night.
0: You know, the weird thing about this game also, considering how the, the Titans were down so big early and we're just playing from behind for a lot of this game, Ryan Tannehill only had 147 yards passing. Yeah.
1: That's, that's like atrocious. I tell you what though, I feel like when we were watching the game quickly before we can move on, because you know, we don't want the show to be an hour and 40 minutes. Again, again, exactly. It was just so predictable on third down where there was, when they were down, when they were down, we're talking the second half when they put up zero points. When they were going on third down, I could call where the ball was going. That's a problem when I could see that Tannehill was looking for Anthony Ferguson, that I could see that Ryan Tannehill was looking for Johnny Smith. Every throw was the same route. It was a curl route where the tight end would sit on the first down marker and just hope to fall over and get the first down. It was a very conservative sort of game where Ryan Tannehill took, he took the one shot to AJ Brown didn't work. And they kind of went away from that and they did a lot of underneath stuff. They went for Derrick Henry, a ton. Derrick Henry ended up having a pretty decent game. I'm not going to say a great game, but he had, he had a decent enough game last night, Derrick Henry. And you kind of, you kind of saw this coming. And, and I said, on the uh, on the waiver show on Tuesday, that I wasn't too crazy about a lot of the Titans in this matchup, and I wasn't necessarily crazy about the Colts either. But there's one thing that we do have to talk about, and completely forgot to mention this, but shame on me for for forgetting. Michael Pittman, Michael Pittman yeah. had himself a night for the Indianapolis Colts against the Titans to the tune of seven catches for a buck one. And he also had one one carry for 21 yards as well. Yep. He looked good. He looked good. And this was someone that I was pretty high on coming into the year. I actually drafted him in a couple of spots, just trying to see if that would pan out. But he's the kind of receiver that Philip Rivers likes. And it wouldn't surprise me if he continues to get more responsibility in this offense as we get closer and closer to the end of the regular season. And do I dare even say it's the playoffs where the Colts could be going? Well, I think the
0: Colts could be, are probably going to the playoffs this year. Oh, Philip Rivers in the playoffs. Well, oh, they're not, yeah. They're not going to go God. far because it's Philip Rivers in the playoffs. Oh, dearie me. Well, one Deary, thing. dearie, dearie me. One last thing about the uh, Titans. I think this is just what it is when you have a defensive-minded he- head coach. Trust me, as a Jets fan, I know exactly what it is to have a defensive-minded head coach. the The last two offensive-minded head coaches the Jets have had have been absolutely the worst coaches ever in the history of football.
1: I think the last great coach that you had. No, the last up- offensive-minded coach. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna. Say, I was pretty much putting not- in the same bubble that the oh. last great coach that you had ended up resigning. <laughs> <sighs> Cannot believe that. Oh, um, well, no, maybe maybe it's not true. Maybe that's not true. If you want to put the guy that had the foot fetish, you could, pro- you could probably say he was a good coach, too, at some at one point or another. I don't know. I would think Herman, Herman Edwards is really good. You play to win the game. That's
0: right. You know, you you know that's how it works. To win the game. But I'm just saying. So when you have a defensive-minded head coach, you know what they like to do is run the football, and that's exactly what uh, Mike Vrabel and his offensive staff did. They, even when they were down, they just kept running the football, which is kind of weird, kind of counterproductive. But yeah, that I mean that's kind of what you're expecting here, as far as play calling is concerned. So yeah, let's move on to the games that are yet to happen, and we'll start off here with. The Houston Texans and the Cleveland Browns. This game, thankfully, will not could have been a an absolute chit show if we were going to be having Case Keenum starting instead of Baker Mayfield. But thankfully, Baker Mayfield is off the COVID list. But the Browns did close their facility today after a player tested positive. So grand. Yeah, I mean super you got to hope that basically if this game is going to be in any way postponed, we will, we'll probably know by today, by Friday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We would have a clear indication as to what would probably go down. If there is of course any postponement or delay in this game being played, at least on Sunday. But
0: uh, as far as the uh, injury report is concerned, David Johnson is questionable for Houston after the concussion that he suffered uh, last week.
1: He's not expected to play.
0: Yeah. He didn't practice on Thursday. He's not expected to play. Yeah, that's what uh, Aaron Wilson of the Houston Chronicle said. So we have that. And then for the Browns, it's just like, you know, four-fifths of their offensive line. No big deal. (laughs) It's just Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonio, JC Treder, and Jack Conklin. It's it's no big deal. It's not like NBD they need that to actually succeed. NBD. Yeah. Uh so as far as your starter meter is concerned, Deshaun Watson.
1: I think it's a good matchup for Deshaun Watson. I'm gonna say an eight. Okay. Uh so Duke Johnson.
0: Um
1: it's a revenge game for Duke Johnson. Revenge. Yeah, that's right. Revenge game for Duke Johnson. Um, The Browns are middle of the pack against against running backs. So I'll say I'll say if you look, if you have David Johnson and you were able to go pick up Duke Johnson, then of course you're going to start Duke Johnson. But if you don't have David Johnson and you picked up Duke Johnson and you don't know. If you want to start him, I would say he's probably. I would say. He's probably a low end RB2. I have him ranked as my number twenty-two running back on the week. So he's like he's like a seven. Yeah. It's a fine start. Yep. He was there when the Browns were terrible. True. And now he's going back. To the dog pound. Yep. The DAWG Dog Pound. That's right. Might as well call him the New York the New York Browns. The dog pound. The dog pound. I thought it was more like a Philly is like that, too, where they well, say fuck dog. Philly. they say dog like
0: that. Fuck Philly. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh, who's the who's his backup?
1: Do you know? CJ Procise. Oh, hey, that's a name I haven't heard in a, in a long time. Yeah. In a dog's age. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Duke Johnson's backup is CJ Procise. In a dog's age or a dog's age? In a dog's age.
0: There you go. That's yeah, my little island. Stage. Uh okay. So for the receivers, Will Fuller. Uh eight. Brandon Cooks. Seven. Um hmm. Randall Cobb.
1: I was hoping you were gonna ask me about Randall Cobb. Two. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, then let's just move on to the tight ends and be done with it. Beautiful. Uh, are Jordan Akins, Darren Fells worth worthy starts in this game?
1: Nope. All right, and for Cleveland, Unless, of course you're in tight end premium leagues. Yes. This we new format that I've play discussion again.
0: No. Last time we went into that discussion, our recording cut out, so we're just not going to do that. True. <laughs>
1: Swiftly move
0: on. Yeah. Uh. So for Cleveland, Baker
1: Mayfield. Seven. Seven. See, I think it's good. I think it's a good stream if you need. And here,
0: here's where the interesting stuff happens. Because you know who's coming back this week? Is it Nicholas Chubb? It is. What a guy. Nick, Nick Chubb. Guy. So it'll be once again Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. The one thing that owners of both players should be worried about, or either. Is what the role is going to be for Nick Chubb coming back?
1: I think it's going to be, you might see Nick Chubb get reacclimated a little bit. It may not be full workload right away, but I think at the end of the day, what it's going to end up being is Nick Chubb's going to get his usual 55% of the carries, 60% of the carries, and then Kareem Hunt will get the 40, 45. They'll both be involved, they'll both get their usual touches, and they'll continue to be a really, really good one two punch. So, Uh, I give them the same rating. They're both an eight for me. I think that they're back. Nick Chubb is back. You play him. Kareem Hunt continues to do his thing. You play him. All right. It's just just a shame that Hunt is no longer a top 12 guy, but is he still a top 20 guy? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think,
0: honestly, it's probably going to be like a uh, something – I think it's gonna be something like Kareem Hunt's
1: gonna have it's gonna be like two to one, I feel like, as far as carries are concerned. Oh, it's, it, it might be an even split for this game. I would I wouldn't be surprised. No, well, I mean
0: by two to one, I mean like every for every two Kareem Hunt carries, do uh, Nick Chubb will get
1: one. Like it will double them up. I don't think Hunt is gonna outplay Chubb. I think what it end up what it could be is you get the 50-50, or you have an instance where Kareem Hunt does get more at least for this game. For this game, it could happen. But as we get further and further down the road, and especially if we're talking about Cleveland making the playoffs, then you could you'll definitely see Nick Chubb get more of the the workload. But again, it's not going to be anything where we're saying That's that Nick I mean. Chubb is so much better than Kareem Hunt. No, no, they're both going to be startable. They'll both be fine. They'll both get theirs. But you know, it, it what the workload will be for both is going to be interesting and something to definitely take a look at. Cause Hunt's been really good without Chubb and Chubb's been pretty good when he's played. So it's the best one, two punch that there is in, in the league. Yeah. Well, when I said two to one, I was talking about this week specifically. Oh, for this week. Uh, yeah. I could see it. I could see yeah. it.
0: But uh, yeah. Okay. So for the receivers, uh, Jarvis Landry. Six. He's a flex okay um you want to see who he's around in the fantasy pros rankings sure would you rather have dj moore or jarvis landry ooh jarvis landry would you rather have christian kirk or jarvis landry christian kirk T higgins or jarvis landry t higgins uh, Sterling Shepard or Jarvis Landry? Sterling Shepard. And then Mike Williams or Jarvis Landry? Jarvis Landry. So, DJ Moore, Christian Kirk,
1: and T. Higgins were all above Jarvis Landry. Very interesting. Yeah, in I ways? have in my in my ranks, I have Jarvis Landry right in front of DJ Moore. They're they're back to back for me. What number do you do you have talking uh, about? Jarvis Landry is thirty one. DJ Moore is thirty two. I have it right in front of me. That's really funny. So Jarvis Landry is 31 in the
0: fantasy pros rankings, but it's just who he's around that makes a difference. Aha.
1: Aha. Aha. Aha.
0: Yeah. It's weird seeing Man, what are the uh, the Buccaneers receivers doing all the way down here? As I'm looking at this, Mike, Chris Galvin and Mike Evans are 24 and 25. Jesus Christ. Boy, vey. Oh, boy. So always something interesting. Uh, Richard Higgins.
1: Uh, five. I would say, I would say Adam though. Adam though. And have him on your bench. Okay. And, uh, is it looking like Austin Hooper is going to be playing? It week? looks like it. It looks like it. I would say, I would say Austin Hooper is like a, he's like a six. Okay. Cool. Cool. Are we good with this game? We can move on. to. We're good uh, with this game. Let's do it.
0: All right. Philadelphia at New York, the rematch, the return leg, as they say, in uh, or return fixture, whatever.
1: The return fixture.
0: Yes. So for the Eagles, Miles Sanders looks like he might be coming back.
1: He is back. He is off the injury report completely.
0: Yeah. That's gonna exciting. Very, very exciting. Um. And for the New York Giants, we have Sterling Shepard, who's on the injury report.
1: As he is every week.
0: <laughs> yeah. He was limited at Thursday's practice with a toe and hip injury.
1: Yeah. And he'll be final play.
0: Golden Tate is, Joe Judge said he's optimistic that he'll be able to play Sunday. And one big, one big thing this is reported by your best friend at NFL Network, Ian. Yes. Uh, Devontae Freeman was unable to finish Thursday's practice due to a minor aggravation of his ankle injury.
1: Yep. So it looks like it's going to be Wayne Gallman for another week. Yep. Well, I say that Wayne Gallman getting the first carry and then Deion Lewis and Alfred Morris getting touches throughout the game.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't say that they're like super – they're not like RB2s at this point. Like no. Wayne Gallman is not like an RB2 at this point. No, so. no, no, no,
1: They are. They're flexes at best. Right.
0: So let's go into the starter meter. Carson Wentz.
1: Mm, six. Fade him if you can.
0: Okay. Miles Sanders. Seven. Is What's Boston Scott's value going to be now with Miles Sanders coming back?
1: Anybody who owns Miles Sanders, if anybody dropped Boston Scott, should be picking them up immediately. You're right. You're absolutely right. Immediately. Pick him up.
0: Travis Fulgham. Nine. Jalen Rieger. Six. High-end flex. Here's the thing. What's the deal with Alshon Jeffrey?
1: I I have completely just faded Alshon Jeffrey from my mind, quite frankly. There's just no trust that I have in Alshon Jeffrey. Even if he does come back and play. I highly doubt that I'm going to be suggesting that someone start Alshon Jeffrey on a weekly basis. So, fair point. For me, he—he's a fade. He's a fade. I know his name value. I mean, if you want to pick him up and see what happens, sure. But no way are you talking about him sniffing your lineup. No, no, no way. Just for those in
0: ridiculously deep leagues, he is practicing on Thursday, Mm -hmm. and he practiced. Fully on Wednesday. Yeah, I I think Alshon Jeffrey is going to
1: play. That's that's the last I heard was that Alshon Jeffrey was going to play. Yeah,
0: and then uh, also Greg Ward. Man, the Eagles' receiving room has just suddenly become so crowded.
1: Oh, it's rich with talent. I know. Wait till Deshaun Jackson comes back. Oh, we're going to have the dream team from 2013: Alshon Jeffrey and. Sean Jackson. Yeah.
0: No, well, Alshon Jeffrey wasn't on that team.
1: No, I'm just talking about guys that were good in 2013. Oh, yes. The two thir-
0: 2013 Pro Bowls, Pro Bowl team.
1: Yes. The guys they that could were trade, good in 2013.
0: They could trade for Nick Foles, who was also really good in 2013.
1: True. Big appendage, Nick. Yeah.
0: And LaShawn McCoy, also. True.
1: They should bring him back.
0: Yeah. A well, lot. He's not doing anything in Tampa
1: Bay. He's I mean, if they tricky. really want to be, they really want to be for the people, bring back Michael Vick. Well, Michael Vick could teach Lamar Jackson how it's done. King. Well, you could teach Lamar Jackson how to not have the defense
0: call, call uh, your plays. True. Because apparently that's been a problem. True. And then for tight ends,
1: Dallas Goddard. Six. Okay, six. He's fine. He's like a he's a low end tight end one. He's kind of like he's kind of like in that same range as an Austin Hooper is. Mm-hmm. Where they're startable, but do you feel great starting them now?
0: I have a question about tight ends, just Hopefully because there are
1: answers about tight
0: ends. So these tight ends are right next to each other in the rankings. Okay, they're four, five, and six. Dallas Goddard. Evan Ingram, and Mark Andrews. Which one of those players would you rather start this week? Evan Ingram. Okay.
1: Evan Ingram. I think he's, he's, he's been the best out of the three. Recently. That's saying a lot. It is saying a lot, yeah. This is a guy that's had nine targets in three games in a row. Right. And the Eagles are, I believe they're middle of the pack against, uh, against tight ends, so... I I would roll without Evan Ingram. Who would be second out of these, you think? Oh, so I I apologize. The Eagles allowed the fourth most points to tight ends, so definitely Evan Ingram. Yeah. Uh, Number two between Mark Andrews and Dallas Goddard. I think I would start Dallas Goddard. I think I would start Dallas Goddard. It's funny because I feel like the the Patriots are really good against tight ends. Well, the Patriots are just very good at shutting down the opposing team's top players. Right, so I would bet that Bill Belichick is trying to get through his defense's head that you need to take away the big guy that wears number eighty-nine and runs through the middle of the field in purple. Yeah, I would. Well, think. I think they'll be wearing white in this game, but still same difference. Oh, that's right, they will be wearing white. That's right, because it's in New England. That's true.
0: Anyway, tangent over. Starting off with the Giants. Are you starting Daniel Jones? No. Nope. Don't nope. think so. Unless you're in
1: Super Flex or 2QB. No. Daniel
0: Jones, still the Giants leading rusher.
1: That take is alive and alive and well.
0: Uh, Devontae Freeman if he plays. Four. Wayne Gallman, if Devontae Freeman doesn't play. Four. Okay, it's kind of it. I don't think Al- I don't think Alfred Morris is really. No,
1: no, not neither yeah. is Deion Lewis. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. No, 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 no. Did not think so. Uh, Storm Shepard,
0: eight. Darius Slayton, six. Golden Tate, three. Evan Ingram, eight. All right, cool. Next game: Washington at Detroit. So this game. I guess it looks like Matt Stafford's off the uh, injury report. Uh, yeah, it looks like so, Matt Stafford's just going to be full go. He's uh, He passed through concussion protocol, and also he's off the COVID list. So very tumultuous week <laughs> for Matt Stafford. Uh, so for the other Lions, Kenny Galladay did not practice on Thursday.
1: Yeah, he's not going to play.
0: Yeah. I think he, I'm surprised he's still not, he hasn't been put on IR at this point. And uh, TJ Hawkinson also did not practice on Thursday. Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. Is it it listed with, with, as uh, to what it is? Yes, it's a toe. A toe. Interesting. Yeah. Toe injury.
0: So, uh, and for Washington, of course, it's going to be, uh it's gonna be Alex Smith because Kyle Allen is is done Correct. for the season. And uh, Dustin Hopkins was a limited participant in Thursday's practice. Of course, kickers are people too. Kickers are people too, and that's kind of it for Washington and Detroit as far as injuries are concerned. So as far as the starting meter is concerned, where is Alex Smith? Uh three. Will they ever start Dwayne Haskins again? No.
1: Never. No.
0: He'll, it's ridiculous.
1: He'll become the new Josh Rosen. Ah, oh, that's awful. Hey, it may not be awful. They may cut him. He just may sign on the practice squad with Pittsburgh. Is that where Josh Rosen is? No, Josh Rosen's on the practice squad in Tampa Bay. I was just looking for a team that has a Hall of Fame quarterback that he could just go and be on the practice squad for.
0: Now, Paxton Lynch is already already has that. That base that covered. I think he's on the practice squad for the Steelers. Dwayne Haskins is better than Paxton Lynch. That's a hot take. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Jesus Christ. Uh yeah. So Antonio Gibson. Nine. Who do you think would get? Well, I guess it would be JD McKissick.
1: Yeah, I think JD McKissick's a really good play, too. Seven. It, it, it took it took a lot to not put both Gibson and McKissick inside my top twenty four. It took a lot. Wow, really? Yeah, McKissick I has I have as a top thirty play.
0: Yeah, when do you think we'll see Bryce Love?
1: Uh, never. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> never. Fair. Fair point.
1: It's like it's like here. See, I'll break the fourth wall. Even Abby is saying that we'll never see Bryce Love. Well, your dog's right. I would say I would say there's a better chance that we see Darius Geis before we see Bryce Love. Wow. All You're right. Sizzling. Sizzling take. I understand. Yep. yep it really That's is. what we do here on the Baseball Talk podcast, vanish Show.
0: You're absolutely right. Uh, Terry McLaurin. Ten. Ten. Yep. And then uh, Logan
1: Thomas uh the two yeah okay Duke cool. I think his days his days in the sun are uh, are over now that Dwayne haskins is um uh, the, yeah and for Detroit Matthew Stafford six downgraded to a four if there's no Hawkinson who
0: do you like the most out of this running back room <laughs> DeAndre Swift
1: yeah. What's like a seven? Fucking Detroit. He's one one that I struggled putting in my top 24. He's there, but he's number 23. It It was really tough for me to do it.
0: Looking at the running back situation for the Lions gives me a headache.
1: Hey, it is an Adrian Peterson revenge game for the second week in a row. Oh, my God. Are they playing Arizona next week, too? I hope they are. No, Arizona. Arizona. Arizona I, Arizona. I know is playing Thursday night against uh, Seattle. Oh, that's gonna be a good game. Be a very good game. Hopefully, it is going to be a very, very good game where we're going to see a ton of points from DK Metcalf. Yeah, my love, my son,
0: Adrian Peterson, revengeance. How my, is- fam-
1: my family is just ever growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well. Yeah. I mean, one of your sons is not looking too great because he's in the Detroit Lions running back room. Yeah. Yeah, we don't talk about that. And for the receivers, Marvin Jones Jr. Six. Marvin Hall. Three. Danny Amendola. Five. Five. I think he's fine. And then TJ Hawkinson, if he plays. Seven. All right. Next game. Jacksonville and Green Bay. This game is going to be easy, I feel like. I hope you're right. Uh, well, Jacksonville has a It's a bit more injuries to talk about. Honestly, I mean, both these teams have a lot of injuries, really. Uh, so for Jacksonville, LaVisca Chenault is out for the Sunday's game against the Packers. Correct. DJ Chark did not practice on Thursday.
1: He Garden didn't practice Green- again.
0: Yeah. What? He's how do you put a
1: monster week one week and then the next week you're hurt? He has an undisclosed illness. Oh, oh, he's sick. Oh, okay. All right. I was going to say, if it popped up with he's not practicing with like an ankle, I would have been like, how do you nearly kill me one week and the next week you're not going to play? No, he probably has like. finish the game. And finish the game. What did he do? Slip coming out of the shower? I don't know. Hope I, don't you... know. I don't know. I'm just the host here. Hashtag, Listen, hashtag I... cancel, Adam. Don't shoot the messenger. Hashtag cancel, Adam. Unprepared. Cancel, Adam. I'm prepared. I'm looking at the injury report right now. I expect you to know how people are sick or how injured they are.
0: Well, it looks like Gardner Minshew might have slipped in the shower. <laughs> with the <laughs> uh, with his root. And he
1: and he landed on it on his thumb. See, Adam, that's the kind of preparedness that we're looking for. That's what or we're he looking was, for here.
0: Or he was, you know, I don't know, building something, and he hit his he hit his thumb with a hammer. Building something. Yeah.
1: What was he building, Adam? He was building houses for the poor. What a sight. <laughs> yep. What a sight. Either way, he's not playing. Yes, he is not It'll playing. <laughs> Jake Luton. <laughs> this, this, this is the part of the show where we butcher his name. Jake uh, Luton. Luton. I'm gonna go. I'm going to
0: go with Jake Luton until proven otherwise. I'm going with Jake Luton because that is what
1: my brain tells me. I feel like I have a big brain, so I'm going with Jake Luton.
0: I've heard people talk. I've heard more people say Jake Luton instead of Jake Luton. So well, I'm those people go with are that. wrong. Those people are wrong until proven otherwise. Until proven otherwise, correct. And then for the Packers, uh, it looks like it's good, like Aaron Jones is going to be fine. He's off the uh, Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams are going to be fine.
1: We have some breaking news on the podcast Mm -hmm. the saga will be put to bed. Once and for all, it is Jake Luton. Oh, thank God! I don't know. No, how no, if I no, can... no, I apologize. Lutin. Lutin. No. It's so. It's Lou at the beginning, mm-hmm. and then ten. So, Luton. Jake Luton. I think. <laughs> See, this doesn't sound too definitive. No, I'm just looking it up on Google, and it says pronounce Luton, like L-O-O hyphen T-E-N. I don't know. I'm going with Luton. Okay. Go That's the way it. I'm – because the way you would spell Luton, L-O-O-T-E-N, I would pronounce that as Luton. Right. I would not pronounce that as Luten. Yeah.
0: It doesn't the tea make any is sense. Soft.
1: It's a soft tea. Luton.
0: Anyway. Enough of that. i I will make it my mission to look this up. To look to listen to broadcasters say his name, just so I know. Because that's how I learned about Albert Ogwebunam. Oh, Alberto Yeah, who is unfortunately not no longer gonna be playing for the for the Broncos this season.
1: I also have some breaking news as well. I just got this in a text. Is it about um, pronunciation? No, it is not about pronunciation. It is that there are real rumblings going on in Detroit right now that Matt Patricia could be fired if he loses this weekend to Washington. Well, that, that makes sense. It does make sense because he's a terrible coach. But back to the back to the Jaguars and the, and the Packers. Did you know that he is – I think somebody said like he's 0-10 or something weird like that. He's winless against the Bears and the Vikings. That's horrendous. Yeah. And this guy still has a job. That's mm-hmm. that's quite frankly pitiful. At least Adam Gaze has beaten the Bills and the Dolphins at least once each. True. Still doesn't beat the Patriots. Oh, Almost well. did. Almost did. Yeah, almost did. Should have. Could have, would have, but didn't. Yeah.
0: Listen, I'm not, I'm not, we're not bringing up these old scars.
1: No, I, I. but I want to talk about Jake Luton. Okay. Well, we can talk about him in a bit. Luton. Because,
0: uh, yeah, it looks like the entire Packers tight end room is also on the injury report again. Uh, John Lovett is out for the season. He's really a fullback, but yeah, he's out for the season with a torn ACL. Uh, Mercedes Lewis did not practice on Thursday, and Robert Tunyon didn't uh, pray, or he was limited in Thursday's practice due to a knee injury. I assume it was the same thing that was bothering him last week.
1: Yeah, and what's probably been hindering him for most of the second half of the season, too. Yeah. All right, so Let's go into this game. Cause it
0: looks like also the running backs are are in a sort of situation where it's fine in
1: Green Bay. Yeah, Aaron I think Jones. I think at the very least from what I saw, um Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones will both be active.
0: All right. So oh boy. Jake Luton, Jake Luton, Jake Luton. Jake Luton.
1: Uh five. All right. Fine in Rob- two QB and superflex. James Robinson. Nine.
0: Uh Is there anybody else Chris Thompson? Maybe two. Uh no. I'll, I'll say three. I'll say three.
1: Okay. You need to get more for, for, for PPR. Yeah. It's because Jay Gruden loves Chris Thompson. Because the Packers may actually be castrating the Jaguars by halftime. Yeah. Well, considering.
0: Thank God this is
1: a one o'clock game. Thank God. Yeah. Get this, get this, this Scott CR over with. Uh, oh boy. If DJ Chark doesn't go,
0: it's basically going to be Keelan Cole, the Keelan Cole experience and
1: Chris Conley. Yeah. And Keelan Cole would probably be like a five, Conley would probably be like a three. Yeah.
0: And then eh, tight ends, whatever. Tyler Eifert? Yeah. Yeah, really. Zero. Yeah. Zero. All right. This is where it gets more fun. A, A. Ron. Ted. Aaron. Chad. Jo- Aaron Well, another Aaron. Ten. Jamal Williams. Six. Devontae Adams. Seventeen. There you go. That's his number, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. MVS, seven. Owen Lizard, if he plays, yes, five. If he plays, five. And oh god,
1: who the hell is going to be starting at tight end for this goddamn team? They might run zero tight end sets. <laughs> I think I think Robert Robert Tunyon could could play, and if he does, if he does, I would say he's like a six. All right, cool, cool.
0: Next game, this game should be more interesting.
1: I pray to Jesus.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, after what happened last Sunday night, I don't even know anymore. True. Very true. Uh, yeah. So this is Tampa Bay going up against Carolina. And as far as the injury report concern, is concerned, we have multiple running backs for Carolina. Chris McCaffrey is doubtful. And he probably won't be playing this week. No. Uh, Ian Rappaport said that he has a realistic chance to play Week 11 against the Lions, so they're not even
1: talking about this week. Right. There, there's a realistic chance that he could be back next week, but this week it looks like he's not going to be playing, so that means it will be the Mike Davis show. Yes.
0: And then for Tampa Bay, uh, the receivers are on the injury report again. Who would have thought? Uh, Godwin, Chris Go- of course. Goblin Godwin was limited. At Thursday's practice, and he makes it home Miller, on that injury report. Yeah, no. And then Scotty Miller, once again. Who needs to be at home in the end zone? You can just be at home in the injury report. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh Scotty Miller was limited on Thursday with the with a hip, a hip slash groin injury. Correct. So starting off with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Thomas Brady. Seven. Leonard Fournette. Uh, Five. Ronald Jones. Five. LaShawn McCoy. Zero. Vaughn.
1: I mean, like, the matchup is great, but you just don't know who it's going to be. So it's like, I can't definitively say that Oh, Fournette's a great start. Ronald Jones is a great start because you don't know who it's going to be. You're you're right. You're absolutely right. So I, I can't I can't throw my weight behind either one of them.
0: Yeah, that's how that's how it, it goes. Sucks. It, it it sucks. It does suck. It absolutely sucks. Because these are two players who it they have equal fantasy value, basically equal talent, skill level. Correct. But they're they're stuck in this committee situation. Correct. All right. And then for the receivers. Can you believe Mike Evans is a leading receiver on this team?
1: It's unbelievable. Quite frankly. So,
0: uh Mike Evans. 6 Chris Godwin, if he plays. Six. Antonio Brown. Five. Scotty Miller, if he plays. Three. And then Gronk. Seven. All right. And then for Carolina, Teddy Bridgewater. Three. Mike Davis. Seven. Anybody else for running backs? No, for Tampa Bay. No, nope. I mean, for Carolina. Nope. All right, Mr. Anderson Robbie Seven
1: Anderson. seven
0: DJ Moore six Curtis Samuel seven Ian Thomas three. All right, cool. And oh, well, we've made it, we've made it to four o'clock. <laughs> Whoop a dee doo da because we've. Because there are only five one o'clock games we've been flying yeah sure uh the chargers seem to always be playing at four o'clock yes it's actually kind of funny because even next week when they're playing when we're playing them they're gonna be we're gonna be playing at four o'clock 425
1: oh isn't that just super
0: yep you get to see the new stadium but not but not this week the chargers are going are making the cross country Trip to Miami to play the Dolphins.
1: What an excursion. Yeah. Uh,
0: as far as the injury report is concerned, Justin Jackson is questionable heading into this game. And essentially.
1: I don't think he's going to play.
0: Yeah, Justin he was, Jackson. I think he it's going to be.
1: Yeah. It's going to be Kalen Blasch and mm-hmm. Josh Kelly. Yep.
0: Because uh, he was he didn't practice on Thursday. Correct. And then for the Dolphins, Matt Breida was limited during Thursday's practice. So maybe he'll play, maybe he won't play. But uh, either way, I think it's going to be an increased role for Jordan Howard again. Well, the same sort of role that Jordan Howard had last week. Correct. So start off with these Chargers. Justin Herbert.
1: Herbert. Herbert. This is a tough one because the Dolphins defense is playing really, really well. I would say Herbert's, you're not going to sit him. You're not going to sit him. I would say he's like a six, but you're not, you're not sitting him. Yeah, you're right.
0: Uh, The running backs. Kalen Balazs and Josh Kelly.
1: I think Kalen Balazs is like a seven. I think Josh Kelly is like a six.
0: Actually, this is a good time to mention this. I don't know if you saw,
1: uh, Pro Football Doc retweeted this
0: video of Austin Eckler doing wind sprints. Yep, I did. Where he was like, though, to those of you that didn't drop me in fantasy, keep your keep <laughs> keep keep posted. Yep. So there you go. It might be sooner rather than later that Austin Eckler comes back.
1: I'm sure a lot of people are hoping for that same thing that we will yes. have. and They'll be they'll get some return on Austin Eckler this year.
0: Yeah, well, hopefully it won't be too little too late. Where it's like, well, it would be nice if you would come back when it wasn't knocked out of the playoffs or something yeah. like that.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: But either way, it is nice that he's uh, making a, a speedy recovery for his injury. Agreed. Uh, so for the receivers, Keenan Allen. 10. Getting the... Byron Jones, Xavier and Howard experience 10. You, you, you can't say Keenan Allen. No way. Yeah. And Mike Williams. Six. What about the hall of fame caliber tight end Hunter
1: Henry? What a guy six. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. Absolutely. Six. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then for the Miami dolphins, their rookie quarterback to a tiger by Six. Um, Jordan Howard. Uh, Four. four, four. Which two? I just want to know which two numbers were you flip
1: flopping between (laughs) Uh, four and three and two and one and zero and negative 44. (laughs)
0: Fair enough. I guess that's that's about as good. I mean, if you're
1: looking for a volume play, Howard's fine.
0: Well, you'd think that he'd be getting into the end zone at this point. Ideally. Ideally, yeah. Because when they get down to the goal line, it's going to be Jordan Howard. Correct. Because that's basically what he did last week. Right. And, uh, yeah. So if Matt Breida plays, though.
1: If Matt Breida plays, that puts a wrench into all of this. mm Mm-hmm. I Don't still know. would start Jordan yeah. Howard in non PPR. Breedo would probably start in PPR. If you're hunting for a touchdown, then you start Jordan Howard.
0: There's also uh Salvin Almed, Ahmed. Ahmed. Mm, right, him. And uh Patrick Laird. Sure. As well. Sure. Yeah. J- just just cover it covering your bases here.
1: And then for the receivers. If Dante, anybody is starving is starting, well, what was his name? Sylvan Ahmed. Salvin Ahmed. Salvin Ahmed? Yeah. Okay, if anybody is starting Salvin Ahmed, please show me. Please
0: I I beg you, show me. You know I'm kind of curious. What is his? His fancy ownership's not great. Is it point is it zero point zero? Uh it's zero in ESPN and FanDuel, but it's one percent in Yahoo and DraftKings. What? Mm-hmm.
1: Who the fuck is owning him? I don't know. Probably himself, and his mom, and his dad. Maybe, maybe his girlfriend. Who knows? I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah. So for the receivers, did you already say your Devonte Parker piece? No, I did not. Okay. So what is your, were your feelings on on Devante Parker? Five.
1: Five. Yeah. He, he is not a receiver that's in my top twenty four for this week.
0: Did uh Preston Williams go out with an injury last week or yes, was he I just hallucinating?
1: Yes, he did. Okay. He was uh he was carted off from what I believe. Right. He was able to walk to the sideline, then the cart came out and took him to the locker room. So
0: I get ooh, Antonio Callaway's on the dolphins.
1: There is no there is no other dolphin receiver that I would start not named Devontae Parker.
0: Well, there you go. I would start JaKeem Grant in leagues that give you points for punt return yardage. Of course. Yes. The uh, Remember when I was saying I was reading up on some player and they were talking about that? They're like punt return yardage, getting points for that. It was Jalen Rieger who they were talking about. They're like, Jalen Rieger might be put on the punt team, which is good for players for leagues that give you points based on punt return yardage.
1: If... If you are in a league where it gives you points for return yardage, then yes, you are starting King Grant.
0: Yeah, it's the kind of thing that just makes it make me do a double take. I was like, wait a minute, those things exist. Unbelievable. And uh, lastly, for this game is Mike Kosicki. Five. There you go. Five. All right, Uh, next game: Denver at Las Vegas. And for this game, uh, Broncos receivers are all injured. Yay. Hip, hip. Uh, Jerry Judy is limited on Thursday with a shoulder. Uh, Tim Patrick limited on Wednesday with a hamstring injury. And Deontay Spencer was limited on Wednesday as well. But at least Noah Fant isn't on the injury report. It's a good sign. That is a good sign. That is a good sign. And nothing big to report for the Raiders. So let's just go right into it. Drew Locke. Uh,
1: six. I think he's an okay stream. Melvin Gordon. Five. Philip Lindsay. Three.
0: Do you talk about your take on Melvin Gordon and Philip Lindsay, how that committee is going on Monday? Just going forward.
1: Uh, maybe if I didn't, if I did, I'll I mean, I'll say it again. I'll say it again. If I didn't, I don't really remember. I just think that back, that backfield is just one. I just want no part of, I mean, Philip Lindsay looks good. They're not giving him the necessary touches that are really required to make him startable. Melvin Gordon looks okay. But with Lindsay there, it's just thrown, it's just thrown a complete wrench in this backfield. And you don't know week in week out who the guy is going to be. And, they're paying Melvin Gordon 9 million dollars to be a Bell Cow running back and he's not a Bell Cow running back. It makes absolutely no sense. Why you go out and give that money to Melvin Gordon for him to take touches away from Philip Lindsay who's been pretty good. Again. So, yeah. This backfield is a mess and I just want no part of it. I would say that Melvin Gordon's
0: probably one of the worst free agent signings of this of the offseason, this past offseason.
1: You may not be too far off from that. Yeah. All right. Uh, and then Jerry Judy, if he plays? Jerry Judy, if he plays,
0: seven. Tim Patrick, if he plays? Seven. I like Tim Patrick and, a lot. No offense. Seven. Cool. Cool. Uh, Derek Carr? Uh, five. Josh Jacobs?
1: Seven. Seven. Henry Ruggs, Hunter Renfro, Hunter Renfro five. He'll get his. Nelson, Who got Nelson his? Aguilar, uh, four.
0: And then Darren Waller, oh ten. There you go. Ten, 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 ten. All right, next game. Buffalo at Arizona. And uh, for this game, Kenny Drake is still questionable. Heading into this game. That's something you got to monitor. Whole, most that unfriendly. would be
1: another another wrench thrown into another backfield. If Kenyon Drake comes back and it's becoming a, a toss-up between him and Chase Edmonds.
0: Yeah, so he was limited in Thursday's practice. So that would basically be... You have to see what's going on with Friday. To see what's going on. To see if he's actually going to be playing or not. And then for the Bills, they might be without their two starting corners because they were both limited. Well, Josh Norman was limited at Wednesday's practice, and and Trey White was limited on Thursday's practice. So Correct. you got that. Anyway, starter sit or a starter meter. Joshua, Josh Allen. Oh,
1: God, 10. Yeah, you play him. I could see Josh Allen throwing the ball at least 35 times in this game. I
0: assume you'd rather have Zach Moss over uh, Devin Singletary? Correct. Yes. I figured.
1: Yeah. Even like, no matter... Zach Moss gives you the the touchdown upside, and that's really what you're after. No matter the game script? No matter the game script, yes. Uh, We also have some breaking news. Uh, Yes. So Mike Tomlin has come out I guess in his Friday press conference and he has said that he does expect Ben Roethlisberger to come off the COVID-19 list tomorrow Saturday which would put yep. him in line to play on Sunday
0: well at least I know what I'm doing later at work tonight probably yep. probably in right addition, in addition to getting masters
1: post-round stuff exactly which is on as we speak yes and Tiger Woods is going to be on the golf course in less than an hour. Exciting stuff.
0: Uh, yeah. So we have that, and then the receivers.
1: Stephon Diggs. Oh, I mean, you're not going to sit Diggs, are you? No. I would say because he's dealing with Peterson, I would say he's like a nine. So it it, it removes him from being a ten. But you're not you're you're not sitting Diggs. No way. Fair.
0: Uh, Cole Beasley. Five. John Brown. Five. And the uh, tight ends, Dawson Knox,
1: Tyler Cross. Uh, two. For each? For each, yes. You're not starting a Bills tight end. Fair enough.
0: And then for the cards, uh Kyler Murray. Um
1: probably. The only thing that's keeping me from giving him a 10... Actually, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to give him a 10 because the the Bills have struggled this year defensively against quarterbacks. So, I mean, with the upside of the rushing upside that Kyler has, I mean, you you play him in 10, 10, 10, 10.
0: You know who the Cardinals' leading rusher is? Is it Kyler Murray? It is Kyler Murray. It is Kyler Murray.
1: That's awesome.
0: He is halfway to a thousand-yard season. Jesus he's Christ. 543 rushing yards and eight touchdowns. Oh my god. I know he's like literally he would be like an RB2.
1: Yeah, he would. <laughs> That's he crazy. Would. That's freaking nuts. Uh
0: so if Kenyon Drake comes back, how much of that, how much of a downgrade is Chase Edmonds?
1: Big one. Big, yeah. big, 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 big one. They would probably both be. I would say Edmonds would probably be a six, and Drake would be a five for me. Okay, and then but we're not talking. I mean, right now I have Edmonds inside my top twenty-four. If it is confirmed that Drake is playing, Edmonds will not be in my top twenty-four. Makes sense,
0: especially since it's 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 a committee. They're splitting carries here, right? Exactly. So that's just what it is.
1: Um, that is the definition of a committee. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Hashtag analysis.
0: So, so I'm right. I'm right. You're right. We're, we're both right. Hashtag uh, one analysis. Thing, one thing that's easy to be right about is that
1: you're not benching DeAndre Hopkins in this nope. game. Nope. Nope. 10. No that's matter who he's ten. going up against. That's a 10. Yes. Especially if they're down week, a down week last week. Oh my God. You do not. You are not sitting DeAndre Hopkins. No, 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 no. Can you imagine DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk,
0: Going up against a potentially a potential Bills defense without Trey White or Josh Norman uh, or Micah would, Hyde, who is also that questionable. Be, that would
1: be a situation.
0: That would be yeah. a situation. Also, fuck Micah Hyde, fucking give me what do to you. He gave Brashad Paramount a concussion. That's terrible, poor, poor a dirty guy. hit, poor guy. Anyway, uh, so with that being said, Christian Kirk, seven. And then the tight ends aren't worth bothering. No. And uh, it's Westbrook because the next game we're talking about is Cincinnati at Pittsburgh.
1: A division, we're out of Cincinnati.
0: Actually, we're on a bit bit over bit over over east to Pittsburgh, actually.
1: We're on a Cincinnati.
0: And uh, Joe Mixon is questionable, heading into this game. And John Ross is also questionable heading into this game. And as far as the injuries for those are concerned, John Ross has no description as to what the injury is. But Joe Mixon is not participating in Thursday's practice with that foot, that foot thing again. Is that not participating. foot thing? That foot thing, a foot injury, foot issue that he has has caused him to miss. Thursday's practice. And if he doesn't do anything today, then it is Giovanni Bernard once again. Correct. Which honestly is not that bad.
1: No, I was, don't think you I don't think you even want to be tempted at this point to be playing Joe sitting at Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah. After what they did to Saquon in week one.
1: Yeah, no, thank you.
0: Yeah. And then you mentioned for Pittsburgh. That uh, Mike Tomlin said the Big Ben will is
1: looking to come off the COVID list by Saturday. Yes, that is when they are planning on activating him at least. Yes,
0: one other player that was on the COVID list was uh, also Jalen Samuels as well. So that's worth monitoring. Correct. But uh, yeah, so for Cincinnati, Joe Burrow.
1: Uh, I I mean I like him this week, so I would say seven. Either Joe Mixon or Gio Bernard. Uh, We also have breaking news. It is official that Christian McCaffrey has been rolled out. for. Okay. Well, there you
0: go. So basically what you said before uh, is you're not starting any any Bengals running backs at, at this point. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. And then for the receivers, we have Tyler Boyd. Nine aj green five you know i think i might know what john ross's injury designation is coach's decision <laughs> <laughs> wow is that nice no i mean he, he wants he wants out of cincinnati he said on twitter
1: you ever want out of cincinnati cincinnati's a great place We're out of cincinnati
0: And then uh, Drew Sample, is he worth it as a tight end? No. All right. And for Pittsburgh, now
1: we can definitely talk about Big Ben as if he's playing. Eight. James Conner. Seven. I think he's due for a bounce back week.
0: All right. Uh, Any of the backups? Benny Snell, Anthony McFarlane, if he plays?
1: If you're hunting for a touchdown in deep leagues, Benny Snell.
0: And then... Uh, for the receivers, Chase Claypool.
1: If Big Ben plays officially, seven.
0: Good old Canadian boy, that that Chase Claypool. What a guy. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, seven. Deontay Johnson, seven. Eric Ebron. I like got five. Okay. Like a five. Yeah especially since his uh, his backup it is on the the uh, chest positive. Yes, so fans McDonald. Yeah. That's correct. All right, so next game, this could have been interesting, but it probably won't be now that uh, that the 49ers are just trash at this point. It's the the 49ers going up against New Orleans. And as far as the injuries are concerned, here's a telling stat. First of all, Raheem Mostert is still the 49ers leading rusher. Yep. Still.
1: And he's been injured for half the year.
0: He's still. That's ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. So, for the 49ers, actually, let's go with the Saints first. Uh, Drew Brees... He's got one of those maintenance things with his right shoulder. Yep, I assume that's the the sur- the surgically repaired shoulder all those yep, years fine. ago. He's yeah, fine. He's fine. Yeah, and then Michael Thomas probably also a maintenance thing. Yep. Practice limited on
1: Thursday. Yeah, but I would I would want to see him practice in full Friday just so there's no snap restrictions. He only played 55 percent of the snaps against Tampa Bay, so if he's going to be continued to be held on a pitch count again, that would not be particularly good. Yeah, no, you're right. You're definitely right. And then uh, Kyle Shanahan
0: said that Tim Coleman is likely to be unavailable, is unlikely to be available on Sunday.
1: Correct. So it'll be but Michael Hasty and McKinnon again.
0: Yeah. But they're hoping that he will be able to be play, to play against the Rams in week 12. It's wishful are, thinking. Because they're on by next week.
1: Okay. All right. So,
0: it's till two weeks.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And then Debo Samuel did not practice on Thursday. Correct. So, Nick Mullins. Uh, four. Who the fuck is even the starting running back for the 49ers at this Jared point? Jared McKinnon,
1: I believe. Yep. So, Jared McKinnon. Six. Michael Hasty. Blacks uh 3
0: and then the receivers uh Brent Naik 7 Debo Samuel probably won't be playing so, so it's probably Kendrick
1: Bourne yeah 2 and then
0: Jordan Reed slash Ross Twelly yes Great slash Ross Twelly 4 all right and then for the Saints Drew Brees 6 Alvin Kamara. 10. Latavius Murray. 5. Michael Thomas. 9. Emmanuel Sanders. 6. Trick One Smith. 5. Taysom
1: Hill. Negative 1 million. On my hit list.
0: Love that. And then, uh, finally, Jared Cook. 6. All right. So, our penultimate game. Thank goodness. It's actually going to be a good one. looks like. Uh, Seattle at Los Angeles. Guess who's on the injury report? It's all of the Seahawks running backs.
1: It, literally all of them. Literally all of them. Like, except for DJ Dallas. Thank goodness for DJ Dallas.
0: DJ Dallas is... Li- oh my God, the injury... That's like the entire offensive line. Yeah. Christ. And they're starting corners. They're two defensive tackles. Jesus. All right. So as far as the the offensive players are concerned, the fantasy relevant players are concerned, Travis Homer was limited on Thursday. Uh, Carlos Hyde didn't practice on Thursday. And Chris Carson didn't practice on Thursday either. Right. So, I mean... It's probably gonna be more DJ Dallas and Travis Homer. Most
1: likely, yes. Because that's basically all they got.
0: And then yeah, unless, the Rams, unless there's
1: some shocking report that Chris Carson makes it to practice today. Yeah, he's made a
0: miraculous recovery. I highly doubt it. As do I. And then for the Rams, uh Darrell Henderson was limited in Thursday's practice, and so was Cooper Cup. So let's start off with Seattle. Russell Wilson. Ten. DJ Dallas. Seven.
1: Travis Homer. Five. DK Metcalf. Uh, to 27.5 billion. There you go. Tyler Lockett. Nine. David Moore. Five. Greg Olson. Three. Will Disley. Uh, zero. There you go. I actually think, though, that it wouldn't surprise me one bit if Russell Wilson just gives Tyler Lockett everything in this game. It really would not surprise me one bit. Well, what makes you say that? Um, The pattern of when DK has a week, then Tyler Lockett has to have a week. And DK's had two very, very good weeks in a row. So I just think that Tyler Lockett is due. Well, I hope for the sake of my fantasy matchup, you're right. I hope for the sake of everything that I'm wrong.
0: Yeah. Uh for the Rams, Jared Goff.
1: Six. I think it's a good stream.
0: Jerome Henderson if he plays.
1: Six. Malcolm Brown. Five. Hoping for a touchdown. Cam Akers. Zero. All right. He's just he's he like I said, add him and stash him.
0: Robert Woods
1: eight Cooper cup
0: if he plays eight and you're not trusting the Rams
1: tight ends here no no Jesus god no they're very touchdown dependent you could say that again yeah and then
0: we're at the Sunday night game thank goodness we're here it's we made it at New England and so uh, oh boy another long injury report who oh, oh boy uh so mark ingram returned to practice on friday jonah oh Scherfer boy of, of the baltimore sun reports oh god and for new england it appears oh god the, the patriots injury report have you seen this injury report by the way It is lengthy. It is a novel. Uh, Damien Harris was limited in Thursday's practice. Nick Folk was limited in Thursday's practice. Ryan Izzo was limited in Wednesday's practice. Nikhil Harry was limited uh, in practice with the uh, concussion. So, yeah. Wow, it's a lot. I mean most of these are defensive players, but still an offense an offensive linemen, but still it's a fair amount. And so Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens, where is he on your starting meter?
1: If there's ever a week that Lamar Jackson is expected to bounce back, this is the week.
0: He always seems to do well against New England.
1: This would be the week. So yeah. seven.
0: Uh, this would be the week for confusion for the Ravens running backs as yeah, well. Oh dear god, this
1: is bad. <laughs> uh I mean you're not starting any of the marking in plays. That's fair.
0: Uh and then for the receivers, Marquise Hollywood Brown.
1: Uh five. Willie Sneed. Three. Is Des playing in this game? Well, he was supposed to be playing in last week's game and did he didn't do that, so who the hell knows? That's fair. And then the tight ends, Mark Andrews and Nick Boyle. Mark Andrews is like a seven, Nick Boyle's like a two.
0: And then for New England,
1: Cam Newton. Uh five. Rex Burkhead. If he's a standalone guy, but I think Burkhead could be okay. Uh, but I don't know if he's going to be. Damien Harris has been practicing in a limited capacity, so it looks like he's going to play. And there was some chatter too that I heard that Sony Michelle could be activated for this game as well. So if oh, that is the case, happy day. Then this backfield is going to be a fucking disaster. So oh confusing! My God, this backfield is going to just be fucking gross. Yeah.
0: So 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 confusing. You have Sonny Michelle, James White, Damien Harris, and Rex Burkhead.
1: Wow. Yeah, that's uh that is a lot of bodies.
0: Yeah. And then Jacoby Myers.
1: Six. I just feel like if people if people started him last week, then yeah, you continue to start him. But if you pick him up and you're chasing points. It just, sound, it just seems like those points you're not going to get again. So,
0: especially against the Ravens.
1: Yeah. For me, that screams a sit.
0: I mean, playing the Jets defense is one thing.
1: Right. But the Ravens is a great is, matchup. It's a yeah. great matchup. But now, now you're playing a, a big time, big time defense. Yeah.
0: And uh, any other receivers for New
1: England? I mean, if Nikhil Harry plays, if he plays, it's like a five. If he plays, no, then nobody else for New England. James White, I think, could be okay as well. Okay. All
0: right. Well, as usual, we covered the defenses on Tuesday. Correct. So please listen to the waiver show for that. And with that being said, thank you for listening to this episode of the Basement Talk Podcast Fantasy Show. You can find all episodes of this, the Fantasy Show, the Vanilla Basement Talk Podcast, the Debate, which I believe we'll be having a new one coming out on Saturday. Correct. Any hints about what
1: that's going to be? See about a topic related to sports.
0: Well, I mean, that's just the description of the show, isn't it? That's your hint. All right. It's not. Okay, fine. And then uh, also the Quiz Potational as well. You can find that on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Amazon Music. Please like, listen, follow any and all feedback is appreciated, and we will talk to you again on Monday, where we will be recapping all of Sunday's action as well as previewing the Monday night matchup between the Vikings and the Bears. So, for my co-host Ed Burtzell, I'm Alan Kastner, and we will talk to you next time on the NFL Podcast Nation. Bye bye.